Hey everyone, this is the Connecticut Weekender Podcast, bringing you another episode for July 10th. We are coming to you from our headquarters in Cheshire. I am your host, Ryan Sylvester, and I want to welcome you to our first official podcast. So by tuning into this podcast, we are going to bring you the best things happening in the state, whether it be concerts or cool places to go, maybe even some food truck events. Uh, Later on, we're going to be bringing you some interviews with those cool people running all these cool places. So today I have two special guests. Um, we have Ryan the intern. Hey, Ryan. How's everybody doing? And I have the leader of the pack, the CEO, the master, the creator of the CT Weekender, Mr. Sean Henry. Sean, how you doing? Hey, everybody. Happy to be here. So we're going to be taking you through some of the stuff that we did over the weekend. We're going to be talking about what's going on this weekend, and then we're just going to kind of pick Sean's brain about his... Uh, his whole idea behind the the Weekender website. So I'm interview number one, huh? You are interview number one. Exciting. Yeah. I mean, you have to start where it all came from. So. <laughs> sure. um, so last weekend was the 4th of July. What did you guys do for the 4th? Uh, so for me, I watched the Derby Shetland Fireworks. Um, always a great competition between the two, but... I'm biased, so I think Shelton won, as what? they do every year. Derby. Derby always wins. I don't know. I think Shelton just has it. I don't know what it is, but they have it. Where do you watch, <laughs> where, where do you watch from? Um, normally, it's from Shelton, but this year I actually watch it from the Derby side Very cool. to try to get their point of view. I didn't even know that they had a competition. I took, I took pictures of that firework display uh, like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And Derby now uses it as their like official no town way. photo. Really? It's in the city hall. It's on their Wikipedia page. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah. awesome. So that was it? Just the fireworks? That was it. Um, had a couple family barbecues and uh, lots of ice cream and a, lunch, a lot of food that I probably shouldn't have eaten, but I did. <laughs> totally. Sean, what about you? Uh, we had, you know, cookout, usual family stuff. Um, it was a little too hot on the 4th, but uh, over the weekends, we took the kids to a farm for a birthday party. It was called Rapid Pony Farm in Wallingford, Connecticut. And it was really great. They actually uh, let the kids, really young kids, go and you know ride the horses in a circle. It was the first time my kids got to ride a horse, so they got a real kick out of it. And uh, yeah, it was definitely something I'd recommend people check out um, for for birthday parties or for horseback. Did you go on lessons? I did not. No. Have you ever been on a horse? I have. Okay. Uh, actually, uh, there's a great place. I wish I remember the name of it, but they're right in Prospect. Uh, we went about a year or two ago. Oh, there's um, there's a farm out there, like a, a, a feeding farm. I forget the name of that one, too. I yeah, there's a few up that way. Yeah. Um, we should come up with a list. We'll put the list in the show notes. But uh, but yeah, yeah, it's always fun. It's a nice thing to do. Very nice. Um, thanks for asking, guys. I went, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I went to the Connecticut Tigers baseball game, the home game, and watched the fireworks after. Very cool. And um, I'm going to be posting a sweet pic of me chowing down a chili dog and drinking a nice cold adult beverage. Um, Excellent. But yeah, the fireworks were awesome. And they were a lot bigger than I thought. And the the stadium wasn't really that full, which I know sounds bad, but it actually makes for an awesome experience. Um, I think that we were literally on the third baseline sitting right, right, right along the field. I was literally watching everyone go back into the dugout. I, it was twelve dollars for I a was ticket. About that. That's a good deal. Yeah, it's twelve bucks okay. for a ticket, and it was five fifty for a craft. Quote unquote. I'm doing air quotes if you can't see me, but um, slightly better pricing than uh, 
if you grew up at Yankee Stadium. Or yeah, I would probably, say so. <laughs> probably a little bit. But yeah, it was it was really cool, and it, it didn't really break the bank. So uh, there was tons of kids there. I think it was Little League night. They have a ton. No, it was Disney night. And they were playing all the Disney songs in the break and all that stuff. Did the Tigers win? Yes. At a, um, oh God, uh, last inning overtime, walk-off home run. This guy... Um, they picked up I forget where but he was a he was a stellar guy he had like the highest batting average of the whole team that's awesome so yeah he really came through so it's a week since the 4th of July are there mm-hmm. more firework displays in Connecticut so um I th- there are I think Looks today like Vernon, yeah right yeah Vernon today so by the time yeah you listen I, I was to gonna this, say I could have sworn it was today that's all over that might be the last one. I think that's it. Yeah. So. And it came and went. Groton. Groton, Portland, and New London. So uh, New London has their fireworks display on the 14th, right? Yep. Portland. And that's really cool. I've been there a bunch of times, and it's right in front of, well, it's right in front of EB, if you know where that is. Like, right, they put about, I'm, th- I'm pretty sure they put a barge in the, uh, whatever that river's called right there. And uh, it's it's awesome. Oh, and they, that river. Yeah, that river. Um, they have tons and tons and tons of fireworks and people everywhere. So definitely uh, definitely check that one out. Awesome. Um, segwaying right into our uh, promote spot. So speaking of New London, we have Sailfest coming up. Have you guys ever been? I have not. It's been on my list for a long time. Um, I haven't made it there. Though. We were just talking about it before yeah, the I podcast. never have. Yeah, he uh, clued me into uh, what it actually entailed. I thought it was about boats, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no. So, uh, Sailfest is like it's a. Is it just like a summertime event? It's uh, you know they have major firework displays and, and rides. Um, there's a road race. They have tons of entertainment coming up. Um, Two hundred vendors. There's food everywhere. Um, my my old boss used to go, and he would get. He used to go and get like this crazy food, and it was, I'm pretty sure it was Greek food, but they have just tons and tons of stuff. Um, and uh, all the kids can, you know, they go for free shows and entertainment throughout the event. So um, it, it's really awesome. They have the fourth largest fireworks display in the Northeast, wow. and uh, it's uh, sponsored by the Mash and Tuck at Pequot Tribe, so Foxwoods. Uh, so they, they, do, they do an awesome job. Um, and if you're looking for a nice night out, with a special person or uh you know want to check out some some animals and don't mind uh spending 70 bucks like then farm animals or what no we're talking about mystic aquarium animals ah. so there's a south african wine dinner so um you can uh you can head over to the mystic aquarium for the uh the, the wine dinner and you get to have a cocktail hour and um you know they, they show the African penguins and you you join in and all the um, all the money is going to help endangered African penguins, so that's a cool event. So you don't want to miss that. Yeah, the aquarium's been putting out a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff like that. I know they got pancakes with penguins. Yeah, yeah. I've been meaning to go to that well. too. Have you ever taken the kids over there, Sean? Yeah, no, the kids love it. Yeah. The um, what are the, the beluga whales? Yeah, the white ones that are right there in the front. Yeah, yeah they. Yeah, I used to, my, my family used to have a membership when I was a kid. We actually went, um, I think it was last summer, we took our, our niece uh, with our, our sons, and uh, the whale came right up to the, the glass window and tried biting her head off. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they do that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a pretty cool picture. I know a guy that used to uh, volunteer to clean the tanks. Yeah. And the beluga whales, they play with the scuba bubbles, so when you're breathing out through the regulator or whatever, the bubbles are going up to the top. Hmm. And they do that, and seals do that. They're really playful animals. Wow. So, 
quick little tidbit for you. Um, on the 14th, so four days from now, uh, Leonard Skinner is coming to the Xfinity Center. And uh, who, all right. <laughs> who is left in the original band? I have no idea. From the original. Okay. When did they? Know. When did they come out? Shame on us for not knowing that. When did they come out? <laughs> yeah. When, 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 when did Leonard Skinner start? All right. I think maybe we should move on past like, <laughs> so we don't embarrass ourselves um, a little bit more. Um, so all the lawn seats are pretty cheap. You guys, have, I'm sure you guys have been to a concert there and oh, yeah. stood in the lawn. And I went to Journey there. Oh, yeah. And um, do you still believe? <laughs> they uh, they had the new singer. And he fell off the stage when I was there, and he yes. broke his wrist. Wow. Yep. And uh, but no, um, the tickets are forty-three bucks. I'm pretty sure. And depending on where you want to sit, you can go sky high. But you know, everyone everyone has a blast in the lawn. So very yeah. cool. The Xfinity is an experience in itself. <laughs> yeah, lawn, for sure. It's definitely just an experience to be on the lawn. For sure. Um, the downtown cabaret theater in Bridgeport is having a rock around the clock. So it's going to be showcasing. All the music uh, from the stars back in the day, like Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, Buddy Holly, and more. So, uh, you if you go to our website, you follow the link. You you know it's they they have a little title there, five dollars off, rock around the clock. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys know, but the the week under um, you know that this podcast is named after, um, there's an event calendar on the site that's just like jam packed with things to do. Um, it's always up to date. We're always adding to it. So. Um, we're just highlighting like some of the more interesting things that um, really stood out to us, but uh, definitely want to go to that website to get a, a few more details about all these events that we're talking about. So, yeah. And if you want to get a, a nice overview of, of that stuff, you can always subscribe to the newsletter. Yeah. And uh, you know we send out, we send out emails highlighting those, the, the ones that we're highlighting now, along with you know our blog posts talking about you know just a bunch of other things to do in Connecticut. So I have an event. <laughs> okay. One that I'm really excited about. So um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, but when you're on, on your way to uh, Bradley, um, there's a, a sign for Old Newgate Prison. You ever see that before? No. It's. Um, I'll actually read the uh, description of it. It is a national historic landmark and state archaeological. Well, I can't say that word. Um, preserve, and uh, it was built in 1773. It's in East Granby, Connecticut. It's the oldest surviving state prison in the nation. So this was a prison that was actually used during the Revolutionary War. No way. And it just looks insanely cool, but it's been closed for, I think, the past nine years. So uh, ever since I found out about it about nine years ago, I've been forbidden from going there. And it's finally <laughs> finally reopening really? uh, this uh, Saturday on the 14th. Wow. So pretty That's, excited about that. Are they doing like tours? or? Yeah. Um, so just to, to read the description, it says it consists of 45 acres of land, including one acre prison yard, um, and that surrounds an entrance to an underground copper mine, which I believe uh, is filled with bats during certain months of the year. But they're going to be taking people into the mine uh, awesome. because the bats are out doing other things this time of year, I suppose. Um, but yeah, they've got all sorts of things uh, happening this, uh, this weekend for the, the grand opening. Um, really, really interesting history there. Um, sort of a, a dark side to... Connecticut's history as well. Um, they actually closed it because they felt the conditions were inhumane. For sure. Um, wow. And uh, you, you got to see the pictures of the place. It just looks incredibly cool. So if you're into history and you know that sort of thing, uh, definitely an event to, to check out. This to weekend. me, that just screams I'm haunted. 
Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're that. doing ghost tours, but I'm sure that they'll get on. Yeah, but it looks like they, you know, they've got they've got um, you know some music. Uh, you know, it's a big event for the reopening, so I think there's um, some good stuff for kids too. So Sweet. not just for the history buffs. So. Um, and just you know, rounding this little highlight event out, we have uh, Travoki. And I've never heard that phrase until just now. I imagine um, that John Travolta singing karaoke. <laughs> I don't think so. No, that's not it. <laughs> no, trivia and karaoke at the Woodbury Brewing Company. I guess that works. You were close. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was close. So if you guys are looking for you know, just a relaxing kind of evening, you want to do some trivia or something, I played trivia the other night at... Orange brew house, orange something. Sorry. Name the lead singer from Leonard Skinner. <laughs> I can't do it. About right. show you your trivia too. <laughs> <laughs> but I won, and we won a chalkboard. And I was talking to Sean about it earlier, and we're bringing it into the office because it is quote cool. Very nice. <laughs> so, Very nice. Um, so let's head right into the main event here, talking to Sean about why. And how and just what got it going? What? How did it all start? What, the weekender, the right? weekender, yeah. Connecticut weekender. How did that all start? Yeah. So I, I started the website. I want to say around 2008 or 2009, and um, it wasn't really meant to be a, a thing. Um, it just kind of became. <laughs> what do you mean? It just kind of became a thing. So back then, I didn't have kids yet. I wasn't married. Um, I had free time on my hands. That wasn't paying a mortgage. So. Um, the bachelor I, life. Yeah, so I, I would spend my weekends going on like little adventures, um, and uh, you know I, I really enjoyed seeking out things like um, Old Newgate Prison. Um, sort of uh, very interested in history, the outdoors, hiking, etc. Um, and I liked finding things that people didn't really know about. Um, and I've always felt that Connecticut um, is a great state. I love living here. Uh, I think there's just tons and tons to do i think connecticut gets a really bad you know people like tearing apart connecticut i was totally reading an article sure. back from the 90s last night when i was researching the history of my home <laughs> and, uh, it was um this guy just saying how terrible the state was back in the 90s and how he was packing up and moving to florida and i i you know i hear that all the time and i get it but i just i don't see it that way um i love living here i just think there's just so much to do and i think if people just knew about all the things that they had available to them within a few minutes drive um, they'd probably appreciate the state they live in a lot more so i was kind of driven behind that you know i wanted people to see um i guess appreciate the area around them in the same way that i did um but it was also just kind of fun to do to like document what i was doing where i was going each weekend just as a hobby so, um, you know, I, I would blog about it. I'd write about some of the different things I was doing, you know, filled with typos and spelling errors and grammar issues and uh, not really care about, you know, how I was presenting that information. But I put it out there and, um, you know, just there, there was a, a gap. There wasn't really anybody else doing it. So, um, you know, after a few weeks, few months, there were a lot of people subscribing, uh, going to the website, you know, I'm looking at our traffic numbers going up and up, um, you know, starting to build up a social media presence and getting a ton of engagement. And uh, I realized I had tapped into something. So I just kind of kept it up. And um, after a few months, people are starting to email me asking if they could 
you know, submit guest content or if we could promote things. And I realized, you know, maybe there is something here. It's not just uh, a hobby I was doing for fun anymore. So. so can you tell me, like, where, you know, where did you grow? Did you start growing it? Did you grow up in Connecticut? Have you moved around? Where those yeah. different towns you so lived I, I've always I've always lived in Connecticut. I grew up in the Valley. I uh, was in Derby for, you know, the first half of my life. Um, and, uh, um, yeah, I mean, even, even in Derby, I, I, it's a small, the smallest town, I think, or at least the smallest city in the state. It's like, I don't know, two and a half square miles or something. Mm-hmm. But... Even in Derby, I felt like there's so many different things that you can go and, and do. And even within Derby, people didn't realize it was there. Um, you know, historic cemeteries that has a lot of history behind right. it. Right. Um, there's underground tunnel system in Derby that nobody knew about, um, which you know you shouldn't go and explore because it's dangerous. <laughs> but it's kind of cool to know that it's there. Um, just really nice hiking trails. Uh, Osmondale State Park is a great park. Um, I would go kayaking in Derby all the time. I think that's a, there's two great rivers there to go kayaking. Um, so even within Derby, I felt like there was a lot of stuff to do. And uh, I hopped around the state a little bit. I lived in Black Rock for a while. I, I lived in Trumbull. I'm up in Cheshire these days. And uh, yeah, I just kind of continued. I would say that you know before I started to do a lot of the, the Connecticut weekend or stuff, I came from a super small town, and I thought you know this town is tapped out. But sure. as as I keep going and going, there's just so much stuff you can do, and yeah. it's just never ending. Um, so, you know, not to pump up my own ego, but uh, now that you have a family, do you ever look at the stuff that I'm, you know, that we're writing, and, and do you do you find value in all that stuff, and think that other parents? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I'm going to be our harshest critic. I think there's a, a lot more that we can do, and you know, we're we're always talking about that. Um, I I'd like to incorporate different perspectives. Um, you know, I'm. 30 something year old guy, you know, and <laughs> I'm interested in one kind of thing and, uh, you know, I don't represent all of our readers. Totally. Um, so I, I think there's other types of information and events and things to do that hopefully we'll start to cover more of as, as time goes on. But um, I have found it to be a, a helpful resource. We've definitely gotten some good ideas um, from the site. I would say just by us going out and doing things though, like, that's giving me a checklist of ideas. Like, we gotta get that on the site. Right. We gotta write about right. this. And, and we do that all the time. You yeah. know, we'll go back and forth about, you know, just when we're talking in the morning. What do you do this weekend? Yep. That, totally. That's a great idea for the weekend. Yeah. So, speaking to that, um, you know, if there's one big idea for the future of the weekender, or one thing that you would love to see happen, you know, what is that? Well, we're we're already starting to to do this, but I, I'd like to see the the content go beyond. You know, simply just curating events or places to go and giving ideas to something that has a little bit more depth. Um, you know, um, kind of speaks to the experience of what you're going to encounter if you go somewhere. Uh, tells you some of the stories behind why something is what it is. Um, you know, introduce you to some of the people that work at different places, or um, you know, just I don't know, making it more interesting and uh, add more story to it. Um, so I think we'll do that by incorporating other types of content. So not just blog posts or events, but things like podcasts, uh, video, uh, et cetera. So right. yeah, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a work in progress for sure. For sure. Um, you know, back, you know, you talked back when you were. I have yeah. another thought. <laughs> okay. Sorry yeah, sure. Um, if you are listening and, um, you know, you, you check out the site, I'm hoping that we could find more people like me who are. Um, just 
passionate about promoting their own community. So something I'd always hoped would materialize, but just really hasn't yet, is um, this kind of like idea of every town having its own ambassador um, who wants to brag about all the great things that their town has to offer and is you know willing to write about it, share it, you know, promote it. Um, you know, that that's early on. That was something I had hoped would come together. I think we just haven't figured out how to make that happen yet, but I'm hoping eventually that will. So if you're listening and you know you're really proud of living in uh, Andover, um, <laughs> you know, and, and you Top want everybody to know about like you know the the five best hiking trails or like this amazing ice cream place or whatever it is, um, we'd love to hear from you. So yeah, for sure. I think Sean is uh, trying to position himself as Mr. Cheshire. Mr. Cheshire, yeah. <laughs> Which, yep. uh, you know, wouldn't be a bad thing. So you kind of touched on this before, and, you know, you talked about going outdoors and your little adventures, but back when you were, you know, the contributor, the only contributor to the weekend, what was your favorite thing to write about or go out and do or experience? Um, hiking, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think that even yeah. now we, we rely heavily on door. Not rely, but we we all favor the yeah. outdoor. Well, I, I would say, yeah, outdoor and um, just history. I mean, th- those are my two interests. Um, well, my only two interests, <laughs> you know, in terms of uh, the type of things we write about, I think those are the two areas that I gravitate to the most. Um, I, I, I like, uh, yeah, I, I like the, the history that our state has to offer. Um, a lot of that happens to be found outdoors. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, you know, as a quick fire, a couple questions. What is your, what's your favorite place? And that is restaurant, coffee shop, outdoor, in Connecticut ever. <laughs> in Connecticut ever. That is tough. Um, I'm going to say the Appalachian Trail. Really? What part of the Appalachian Trail? Because it goes along the border of the... Yeah, <laughs> the, the whole stretch. Yeah. Um, I, I just think it's really cool that the trail cuts through the state. Mm. Um, if you've never done it, it's it's worth, you know, even if it's just a day hike, it's a good experience, challenging. Um, going up to Bear Mountain, you, know, you get some really nice views. It's it's a rewarding thing to climb to the top of Connecticut, the highest peak yeah. in Connecticut, is it? Yeah. You know, and it creates. It's not like yeah. you know the Rocky Mountains or anything, but right. it's still challenging. You get above the tree line, and, right. you know, you have some pretty amazing views, and that's a rewarding experience. So, um, that's something I don't do much these days. But uh, um, it's hard with a one-year-old. But then, like, I love New Haven. Um, well, we just, all go to we all went to school at Southern. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. So yes. like, New New Haven just has so much to offer, and I think like most cities, it, it kind of gets a bad reputation. Mm. Um, but uh, I mean, yes, I think there's probably bad areas. Uh, like anywhere. Right. Like anywhere, but uh, there's just so much to to do and experience there, and I think it's um, just a nice like cultural hub. In the state so. yeah I, I really learned to enjoy I mean it wasn't that I didn't like New Haven but I came from such a small town yeah that the city was kind of overwhelming but sure. I really learned to love it and there's always something to do yeah um, what about you um, well I spent a lot of time in New Haven as well um, going to school there and I also worked at Yale uh, for a little bit of time so I was able to appreciate like the historical background that it has all the old buildings yeah. and just the, um, just some of the stories I would hear about some of the places, you know. Um, I think that's really interesting. 
Um, I've read that blog post um, about your experience on the Appalachian Trail. Oh, on that yeah. part, that's a super interesting blog post. Uh, if you guys ever go look that up on the Weekender, yeah. um, talks about you met a couple guys that were walking along the whole, oh, the yeah. whole trail. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's you, cool. If you never hike, yeah, you meet them all the way. Right. We uh, we ran out of water in the first two hours of our hike, and we met these guys that were hiking from Georgia. You, you could yeah. smell them before you could see. Them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they gave us like um, this cool water filtration stuff. But yeah. I hiked the. Uh, like basically from Salisbury, which is the northwest corner of Connecticut, and we hiked over into Mass. But um, yeah. the, uh, it was it was awesome. You know, we tried to. Did you sleep? Did you sleep overnight? Yeah. 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 I, we tried I mean, to. Done a few times, but. We tried to get one of those huts that are along the way. Yeah. And they were full. Yeah. And we brought a tent, and it was three of us, and the tent slept one person. That's <laughs> that's that's crazy to me because I'm not much of an outdoorsy person. Mm. So to hear about cabins along the Appalachian Trail. I wouldn't call it a cabin. Like, it's more like it's like a, yeah, lean to. It's yeah, okay, it's so. it's pretty bare bones. But no, but it's, it's shelter. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. my brother slept on leaves underneath the fly that we had. <laughs> It was pretty awful. If you ever do that, make sure you have current maps and you know where your water sources are. Yes. Yeah. There are, there. when we went, it was a little dry, but there are supposed to be water sources along the way. Yeah. Um, but I would I would heavily advise getting like a water filtration something, mm-hmm. something to it. For sure. Um, so, you know, that's, that's your favorite thing about Connecticut, but, you know, you've moved from all these different places and you're you're now really settled in Cheshire. So what mm-hmm. is you know what's one of your favorite things to do in Cheshire? Um, uh, it's going to be hiking again. Um, uh, I didn't even know that there's a lot of places in Cheshire to hike. Yeah, and I've been a little embarrassed to say it. What's the name of it? It's um. Well, Sean is frantically typing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'll tell you in a second. Okay. Ah, um, oh, there we go. I was gonna. I was mixing up two park names. It's Roaring Brook. Roaring Brook right. Falls, that huge waterfall. Um, it's like a mile away from where we are right now. Uh, you would never expect to find it in Cheshire, but you just go on this short hike and suddenly you're going up this really steep hill and there's a really tall waterfall. Um, that's a beautiful trail, so it's a, a great little hike. And I believe that that is mentioned in the waterfall post yeah. on the Weekender. So, uh, that, well, that's cool. I mean, and I think stuff Cheshire like- Pizza and Ale, too. Yeah. Okay. Yes. There we go. The real Sean Henry. <laughs> um, and I, I'm, I'm gonna say one for you. I mean, we walk there every day. We go to Cheshire Coffee ah, all the time. Yes. Um, so, all right. Well, cool. So, f- from doing all these things and moving around and the entire process, what is your biggest takeaway? What have you learned from doing all of this stuff? Like from from move, wait from. Well, your whole experience with Connecticut. Okay. Um, it... Hmm. I mean, I, I guess like you have to. You should talk to the people who are from the area and see what they recommend. Like I, I don't know, like when people are thinking about things to do in Connecticut, you kind of default to the really big attractions, the Stixie Seaport and all the yeah. The yeah, and those those things are those things are great, but there, there's so much more than that. There's um, hidden gems everywhere. Yeah, and you. you you know, like that waterfall I just mentioned, you would never expect there's a waterfall in Cheshire because Cheshire feels like a pretty flat town, <laughs> right. you know? Um, but, uh, but yeah, every, every town in the state has something like that. Um, and you usually have to kind of talk to the, the local 
the local crowd to, to find out what those things are. And that could be a restaurant, you know, it could be a hiking trail, it could be a museum, it could be a, a place like a splash pad to bring the kids. Um, the, the cool thing is like, I think social media, you know, the Facebook groups and so on are making it easier to accidentally discover those things. Um, but yeah, you still have to do a little bit of digging. And, and hopefully I, I think we could all be better at sharing those things. I think that there's a lot of, you know, we all live in different towns and I'm sure that there's a ton of things that I could mention to you guys that are awesome and cool, but you know, you would really only know that if you were living in Essex, you know, yeah. and it's, yeah. Yeah. you know, they have tons of stuff going on, but even, the, you know, you have to do some digging to get there. You know, I walked downtown Essex the other night and there was a full orchestra on the green yes. and I, right. I looked it up later and it, you have to search through their website to yeah. find it and, yeah. you know, it's really our duty to bring those things to the forefront and, and give it to the audience. For sure. Um, I think a, a, another great thing that the Weekender provides is a lot of these things that are on there, a lot of these events, they're either free or they're cheap. Yep. And yeah. I think a lot of people, especially I could see someone with a family or, you know, you don't want to spend, um, you know, go right. to this mystic aquarium every weekend or, you know, all the major, major attractions, go into a free event on the green, right. Right. throw a blanket down and, you know, have a good night. And, yeah. right. and I, and I think that, you know, if for any family or, you know, any family or new, you know, to the area, you have, to, you don't have to, but you, you really need to experience those expensive things. But, you know, if you space them out between, you can fill them with all these fun things to oh, yeah. do, and, and you know you can go to the drive-in movies and spend you know ten bucks and fill or you know fill a car night and spend twenty-five bucks and, and get in and have a memorable night. Doesn't cost a fortune to uh, to make those memories. Um, so, you know we all we all love the Weekender. We love contributing to the Weekender, and uh, I think that Sean, you've done a you know. A, a great job of presenting all this information to the to the people that are that are looking to do stuff. And well, thank you very you, much. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, do you have anything to leave with our listeners? Let us know what you want to see. Um, what would be useful to you? What what type of um, content you enjoy, and what what's been helpful to you? What isn't? Um, we want to hear from you. Uh, we know you all are you know secretly reading it. We had twenty thousand people on the site in just the past few days great to know who those 20,000 people are so start start chatting with us yes uh, comment on our social shares or comment on the on the post on the website just yeah. have a conversation with us we definitely want to get in touch and and give you more of what you want and you know you can take the guessing out of the game exactly yeah and uh, subscribe to the podcast you know this is one of the very first episodes so you know we'll do some fine-tuning I think as time goes on but we're hoping to have some really interesting guests uh, and some of the upcoming uh, episodes yeah. um, and uh, you know like the same thing there let us know who you want to hear from what type of interviews and information you want to get out of this and we'll find a way to weave it in alright well thanks Sean and uh, thank you Ryan so that's it for us thanks for tuning in uh, for the Connecticut Weekender podcast like I said I'm your host Ryan Sylvester and if you uh, if you want to listen to more shows like this like Sean said subscribe on iTunes we're also on SoundCloud we're going to be putting it on the website, on the Connecticut Weekender website, and uh, make sure to subscribe to our blog, and we will be talking to you next week. Thanks.